Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is uh, the Arsenal Agenda series. Join you every single weekday morning at 10 a.m. at UK time. I'm joined today by Umar. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm good, man. A bit tired, but yeah, Friday. So looking forward to the weekend, but I hope you're well also. Yes, mate. All good. All good. Uh, very much looking forward to the weekend, as you say. Um, and the US tour getting underway for the Arsenal and seeing some more football. We have, of course, uh, talked to you yesterday about all of our thoughts surrounding the game against Nuremberg. 1-1 draw, of course, in Germany yesterday. Saw a fantastic goal from Bakaya Saka and a comedic own goal from Jorginho. Have you had any reflections overnight on that game? Um, not necessarily. I think uh, we spoke about it in depth in terms of um, not getting a bit overboard with the draw, with the performance. Um, there's still more to come from this Arsenal team. In an ideal scenario, um, we, we travel to the US, we take the players that are going to be part of this squad for the upcoming campaign. Um, good potential with the young youngsters that um, performed yesterday, Ethan O'Neary. It's fantastic. Mars Lewis Skelly, uh, another top performer. So there's a lot of positives to take, but there's also a lot of improvements that we can make um, with, with our squad and uh, with our performances. So, yeah, there's more to come from this Arsenal team. There is, um, certainly so. And uh, hopefully we see that coming very, very soon. But we're here this morning to talk about transfers. We'll kick off with the player that wasn't involved in yesterday's game, and that was Rob Holding. Uh, he was uh, subject of a bid of 2.5 million euros from Besiktas, which has been rejected, or I understand it's going to be rejected. David Ornstein breaking the story yesterday. What do you make of uh, what I would describe as a derisory offer in all of its true sense from Besiktas? Yeah, cheeky, cheeky. You usually expect those offers from Italian clubs, um, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, it, it's something that I think Arsenal are doing right in terms of rejecting it outright. I know there's Arsenal fans on social media um, discussing the fact that we should just accept anything and get Rob Holding out the door. But I think you need to think um, with a bit of common sense. He's 27 years old. He has a he has a whole host of experience at the top level in the Premier League. Um, he's a very experienced defender. And if, say, for example, we buy our time um, for the next few weeks, I think there'll be more clubs um, coming to the table for upholding signature. I still think there's a lot that you can offer um, in the Premier League for teams who play in a low block system. Look at Everton with Sean Dyche. I think he could be a possible good signing for them. Um, 
Luton Town. Um, they've just been promoted. Another opportunity there. Um, Sheffield United, another opportunity potentially there. Um, so there are clubs, I still think, that could be interested in Rob Holding. Personally, look, I think that Rob Holding does need to depart Arsenal this, this summer transfer window. I think when you look at how many defenders are now ahead of him, there's no point keeping him around just, just for him to sit on the bench and warm that up. Let him go, let him play football elsewhere. Let him just be happy playing football again because at Arsenal, when he does get given an opportunity, he's not going to reach the standard in terms of what Saliba has, Gabriel or Ben White. And there's going to be criticism labelled towards him, which again, I think is normal, which is understandable. But it's also, Rob Holding can do only as much as he can, in a way, if that makes sense. We know his um, qualities, we know his strengths, and we know his weaknesses. And his weaknesses yeah. outweigh what he's good at, in my opinion. But yeah, two point one million pounds, I think, is 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 a cheeky offer. I'm looking at something like seven point five million, seven million. I know a lot of Arsenal fans are talking about fifteen million pounds. Look, we're not going to get fifteen million pounds for Rob Holding. I can tell you that. Um, but seven million, I think, I think it'll be something that Arsenal would look to accept if they get an offer in that region. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'd i be hoping to get more than five, probably slightly less than 10, if Arsenal yeah. get as close to 10 as they can. Absolutely sell. You know, that's a significant improvement in terms of what we paid and we've had him for a long time as well. So if Arsenal get a good deal, that's great. Um, but hopefully Arsenal can indeed get the <laughs> the interest that's going to raise their value of those bids for the player significantly so. Um, in terms of, of incomings, of course, we're still awaiting confirmation of Yuri and Timber. Uh, you know, that deal is done. Uh, an announcement is expected imminently. Um, so hopefully we get something on that soon. Declan Rice, of course, as well. Uh, reporting yesterday, Sky, that the West Ham have been assured you know they've been given the little the, the hand on the shoulder. Don't worry, guys. It's it's gonna we're gonna get the forms right over to you um, as soon as possible. It seems that is gonna be today, according to Sky. So finally, both the Timber and Saga, uh, Timber and Rice sagas are coming to an end, Umar. Thankfully, mercifully. Yeah, thankfully, it's about time. It's about time um, because social media Twitter has been like quite frustrating <laughs> to see Arsenal fans. It's just, had, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just getting so frustrated in terms of announcements, announcements, announcements. But it seems that the Timber deal there was a contract issue, um, and I think they resolved that with the Declan Rice deal. I'm not sure what the holdup with that was, but I know he was yeah. in Portugal, um, so he was um, training with Bruno Fernandes, Cancelo, and Rafael Liao. Which, which was interesting uh, to watch. Mm. It's quite funny when you see Manchester United fans uh, commenting on Instagram saying Agent Bruno, etc. It's no Agent <laughs> Bruno, man. Declan Rice is an Arsenal player. So I'm looking forward to it. I think um, in an ideal world, both will uh, be part of the squad travelling to the US, which I think they will. Um, we probably should get an announcement for Timber um, today, I'm hoping. To be fair, I've said that every single day of the week and I've been wrong. 
So <laughs> I'm hoping uh, I'm around fourth time lucky um, today. But yeah, it's good news. Um, there was a lot of worry with Arsenal fans in the past few days. They thought that there could be a little um, doubt with this deal. But no, I think Arsenal have been a bit clever. And I think West Ham, they keep talking about in the past few weeks, they wanted more money, wanted more money, wanted more money. I think that scuppered their transfer plans. Because, yeah, they may have £100 million in the bank, however much it is. But now when you have other teams and other replacements that they have lined up, I think they wanted Palinia from Fulham. Fulham basically said to them, £80 million, you can have him upwards of that. I think they, they've got an interest in McTominay. He'll probably fetch around 30, 40 million pounds. And there's other players because they're going to look at West Ham. They, they'll realise that they've got a lot of money now to spend. Yeah. So I think David Sullivan, um, and fair enough, he may have uh, waited and held up the deal. But I think for the long-term future of West Ham in the remainder of this window, I think it'll be a detriment to them, to be honest. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I look forward to just seeing this saga come to a close. I'm so yeah. done with it, you know. Uh, I, I, some people said it takes away from the announcement. I don't think it will. When that announcement drops, it's going to hit. It's going to hit us uh, with, with pure, pure euphoria for me just to see this deal done. It's a massive, massive contract for Arsenal to have signed with Declan Rice. Timber has gone completely under the radar because of it, and I think, again, is another really astute piece of business by Arsenal. So I look forward to seeing that one announced as well. Um, but who knows, maybe before, maybe tomorrow uh, could be announcement day for Declan Rice, potentially. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just kind of speculating depending upon uh, what's going on with the the, the details of deals. Uh, who knows? Could even be this afternoon. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but uh, thankfully, it's coming to a close. Um, another Arsenal target that could be going elsewhere is Moussa Diaby. Uh, he's been linked with a move both to Aston Villa and Saudi Arabia also uh, sides in the Middle East interested in Diaby. Um, what do you make of the idea that a bid of around, I think it was 35 million plus add-ons, according to Fabrizio Romano as well, but there's also said to be interest, um, as I say, from, from Saudi Arabia. I'm trying to get the confirmation on which club it is. Um, there's so many involved in so many different transfers, mm. it's difficult to see. But what do you make of this interest? How much were they... Uh looking for when Arsenal were rumoured to be interested? Well, the rumoured reports were like 70 million. Um, mm. So Al Nasser are said to be the other uh, sides that are looking at him. Um, apparently a final package could be close to 50 million pounds in the end for the Abbey. It's interesting. It is interesting when you look at the price being touted. Um, it seems that if there's a position that Arsenal need to strengthen in, this window, I'm not saying it's a priority, but it's probably, um, I'm not necessarily saying a backup option for Bukayo Saka because I think there's no point getting a backup. It's someone that can compete with Bukayo Saka. I think that's the key word. There's no point bringing in a player that's just going to, if Bukayo Saka, say, for example, needs a rest or he gets injured, we have someone in reserve that can replace him. We need someone to compete with Bukayo Saka. We know how good Bukayo Saka is, but someone just to increase that level, make him basically a bit worried if he doesn't perform one week. And I think someone like Musa Diaby could do that. But again, the price being touted prior to these links to Aston Villa was a lot, like £70 million, too much money, in my opinion, for, for Musa Diaby. I think I'd, I'd, I'd put him around £40 million, £50 million again, yeah. which I think is a, is a fair enough um, total that Leverkusen would want. But Aston Villa, they, they, they're doing some good business. Um, this transfer window. They signed Paul Torres. 
from Villarreal. Um, they've got Monchi um, as the director of football. Una Emery seems to be building a good squad. And now the fact that they're targeting a player of Musa Diaby's calibre, it seems that Aston Villa will be up there um, and challenging next season. Not necessarily saying for Champions League places, but they'll be hoping to push into the top six if they can. I think so. I don't see... Look, I think Tottenham are in real trouble, by the way, as a club um, mm. next season. They've been on the business day. I know they're bringing in Manor Solomon. They've brought in James Madison, but the Harry Kane situation continues to rumble onwards. Apparently, Daniel He's going to stay. I know he's going to stay, yeah. but I, I, it's he's in the final year of his, of his deal, isn't he, with mm. Spurs uh, before he inevitably leaves, probably for Bayern Munich on a free next summer. Um, but it will be interesting to see how they deal with that because Brighton obviously continuing to mm. improve, although the, their business in Brighton hasn't necessarily yeah. caught my yeah. eye. It was a good, fast start from them, but you know they've not. You know, Caicedo, obviously, if they sell Caicedo, then maybe that money will go and get poured into a lot of business in a little bit rather than uh, early in the window. They've kept Mietema, of course. They've brought in players like Mahmoud Dahoud, um, but uh, they're still lacking, for me, a, a real striker talent. I know Evan Ferguson is there, but I think he... It's something about the striker that starts scoring goals. They're 20 years of age and all of a sudden they're the next big thing. You know, I, I still think that there is scope in that striker position to, to improve for Brighton. They've lost McAllister... Um, uh, they've still got the players like Estupa Nan. They've renewed Dunk's contract. They've lost yeah. Levi Colwell, of course, returned to, to Chelsea right back. Uh, Tariq Lemity's not really progressed as people thought he might do. Um, and then you've got other clubs. Newcastle have brought in Tenali. Mm. Good player, but doesn't look very happy <laughs> to be in <laughs> <at> Newcastle <laughs> um, from the videos that we've seen. Who knows what Newcastle will do with Champions League football. There's a lot of feeling that they've not done enough and won't do enough this window to deal mm. with Champions League football. So we'll see. Um, and then, of course, Arsenal, City, United, Liverpool. I think Liverpool will be back with a vengeance. And then Chelsea, of course, have spent uh, a lot. They've brought in a good coach and they've slimmed the squad as well. So they're going to be a different uh, composition too. It's going to be a really hectic season. I think Villa have got a real good chance, you know, of, of pushing up the table with the players and the what the deals that they've done. Um, never discount other clubs like West Ham or Wolves, of course, from coming forward. But without Rice, how will they perform? Um, mm. How will Wolves get on? Could Everton return to a side that will be pushing up the table? I doubt it, but we'll see. Um, but it's exciting. Burnley look an exciting team coming up as well. It's, it's going to be a very, very interesting season, I think. Um but Aston Villa getting deals done for players like Musa Diaby, of course, is a big deal and uh, would be a big asset to them. But it's not done yet. And there is a competition from Saudi Arabia. So let's see how that one plays out. Um, we did, of course, discuss the game yesterday a lot in detail. So if you want to get our thoughts on yesterday's friendly, do go back and watch uh, that match reaction show that we did. We went on for a good half an hour plus on there. So plenty of content to sink your teeth into if you haven't done so already. Umar, any final thoughts? Anything you think we've missed today? It's just interesting in terms of um, Mikel Arteta's comments post-match in terms of transfers, which caught my eye. Um, I think he'd done a post-match presser. I saw the comments yeah. filtering on social media after, and he was asked about transfers. And he was happy in terms of how Arsenal have moved forward this window early on. Uh, before pre-season, they've done most of their business. But he said one thing that caught my eye. The transfer window, when it comes to the latter stages, opportunities present itself. And I've been banging on about that for the past few weeks. Um, right now, the priority after Rice and Timber is confirmed, is outgoings, trying to trim this squad, getting rid of the likes of Nicolas Pepe, Nuno Tavares, Trusty, etc., and getting good fees for them. 
But I think once we do that, and I, I'd include party in, the, in that as well, in that, because it seems that reports emerging from Saudi Arabia is that he's agreed personal terms um, with one of the clubs uh, yesterday. So it's one to watch. I think in an ideal world, Mikel Arteta would like him to stay. But with the contract issue as well, I think he's got two years left on his contract. And yeah. if a fee in the region of 30 to 40 million pounds present itself, Arsenal have an opportunity to basically recoup what they basically paid Atletico Madrid for with that buyout clause. So again, yeah. it's something that Arsenal need to think about. But yeah, if Partey goes, I can see Arsenal buying someone big. I can see Arsenal buying someone big. And that's not even Lavia. That's not even Lavia. That Caicedo is very interesting that nothing's being um, fast-tracked in terms of that deal. It seems that Liverpool are sniffing around now. Fabino, um, he could be on the way to uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, Jordan Henderson looks like he's going to Saudi Arabia. But Caicedo, nothing's moving forward with that Chelsea move. It seems that he's agreed personal terms. But I've been yeah. hearing that for the last six weeks. True many. You just never know, TC. You just never know. You never know. No, you can't rule out some crazy madness, but uh, I still think the two many links are kind of crazy, yeah, to be honest. Caicedo is an interesting one. I'm actually writing a piece about that at the moment because um, Arsenal have never closed the door you know, on that. So uh, I think it's very much predicated on what happens with Partey and you know spending. And Lavia seems to be a, more of a, a key one for Liverpool than anything else, but... You know, if Arsenal can get a deal done for another high-profile target, you know, this summer, I think they might take the opportunity to try and do it. So let's see. But there's lots of time left in the window, lots of twists and turns still to be had. But thank you everyone for listening. Very much appreciate your time as always. Do drop a like on the video, subscribe to the Arsenal Way as we head towards ninety thousand subscribers. Thank you everyone that's continued to support the channel. Umar, thank you to yourself, mate, as always. Much appreciate, TC. Hope you have a good weekend. Yes, you too. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. See you soon. And as always, keep following us down at the Arsenal Way. Oh!